I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello again, it's time for another episode of the Channel Experience. Today we've got with us... Jamie, Oliver, and Daniel from Dead Nerve. Is it Dead Nerve, sorry, or is it Dead Nerves? Uh, just Dead Nerve. Dead Nerve, sorry. Yes. What's up? How are we all today? Yeah, yeah good. good. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, not a problem, guys. So why don't we get off right into the nitty-gritty and tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, Anyone can start. It's free for all. Just go one down, you know. Yeah, um, we're like a, uh, you know, post-hardcore, you could say, uh, band from Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we do sing. play music. Yeah, we play music. <laughs> no. to play music. That's right. Um, <laughs> heavy, heavy-ish, I guess. It's got, uh, it's got its melody and stuff. So I think it's pretty accessible for everybody. Uh, check it out, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. So somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Save him, please. <laughs> Anyone can j- jump in if you've got something to say about band or whatever it is. Go right All ahead, right, man. It's cool. there's there's no there's, like I've got questions and uh, stuff sorry. that I can ask you and whatnot. But uh, it's gen- it's generally just give you guys a platform and talk like let us know what cool. you're all doing and what's you know what's going on with you guys in Dead Nerve and especially cool. for being a new and upcoming band as well. Um, generally, getting the spotlight early on is quite hard unless you're out there straight into it nitty gritty, which again can be hard too. You kind of got to you don't have to, but it always does help when you know the right people as mm. well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, so with with you guys, how long have you actually been writing music before, and when it, when did Dead Nerve become a thing? It kind of depends because we've known each other since like primary school, yeah, like sixth grade, I think. Yeah. So we've been playing together since tenth grade, I think. Mm, okay. Um, well, but Dead Nerve so itself when, that, that would have been like twenty fourteen. Yeah. I'm yeah. I was sure. going to say you actually you don't know when we went to school. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no. Twenty fourteen we started playing together, but we didn't start Dead Nerve till twenty seventeen. I want to say midway through. Yeah. Yeah. Something yep. like that. But. Yeah, it was pretty much so where it started. Yeah, and obviously don't don't um take take this wrong way or anything, but I've only just really heard of you guys this year. Yeah. Uh, no. Is it has been this year where you've really focused we've only, on yeah, we've only started releasing stuff. Like we've played a few shows here and there, but nothing like yeah. major. We've yeah. Probably we've probably played like twelve shows. Yeah. But because we never had any music out, you know, no one could you know, I suppose we I think we put on a memorable show and all that, but you know, you go and like the page, but there's not much to go from there. So Yeah, there's nothing on the page, it's just like Sort of nothing to entice you. It makes it harder for, you know, people like promoters or whatever to go, oh, well, these guys haven't really got anything to see if they fit within the bill. Yeah, I I, I get that as well. But, I mean, you have just come out and fully released Day Trip as well on Spotify. So now you do have, you know, the avenue to, you know, go, hey, come and check out my tunes and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. What has been the uh, general response that you've gotten since releasing it? Thankfully, it's all been a pretty good response. More More than what we thought. Usually, I mean... When you drop your very first single as a band, you don't really, you don't really expect too much. You don't mm. want to obviously 
expect that, you know, it's going to blow up and everything's going to be great. You just kind of, you temper your, uh, your expectations. Yeah. And so we've been pretty happy. We've got a lot of positive feedback, a lot from our friends and uh, people that we haven't heard from in a long time. It's actually really nice Even to hear. Even people that we don't know at all. So yeah. that yeah. Some people from well. like Victoria, New South Wales. Like That's the cool thing too, yeah, isn't it? It's just like it? a yeah. couple of people we've never seen, but it's like, oh shit, someone's, someone's actually like, like listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the amount of, like the amount of people I've talked to as well where they've like, I've heard, like our, our music gets pretty well yeah. received over mm. in like Indonesia and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, man, their shows go off too over yeah. there as well, you know. So they they love their music over there, and it's a really surreal feeling to go, you know, you're based in Australia, yeah, right, and then you got people listening to your music all over the world. It, like it, you're putting yourself out there on a platform, and it, 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 I could imagine it being one of those like, holy shit, yeah, you know, it's a little like that. Like it obviously the response isn't like massive, but mm. the the few people from other places is like, oh shit, like somebody's actually listening to this it's not just us you know yeah yeah so right cool. so talk a little bit about um the the writing of the EP. is it an e- it was an ep yeah, that you're releasing yeah. yeah um so talk a little bit about uh the process of that like how how long did it take you to get all that <laughs> up and running <laughs> too long <laughs> far too long <laughs> a lot why of is that a, why is that a common theme Fucking oh, hell. Every it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not so easy eh? we, we've we, done it all ourselves yeah, a lot of it was DIY style it was finding our feet as well. We've we had so many songs that so many never songs. ended up making <laughs> the cut. Just trash, absolute <laughs> just garbage. Years and years of writing, writing garbage, starting a band, scrapping the entire band, starting again. You yeah, know? kicking was, somebody out. You're gonna say going through members is hard it's, too. Like yeah. it's. Like How it's, do you reach out for band members and stuff? <laughs> we don't know anybody. You go, hey, bro, do you play drums? <laughs> and they go, sort of. And we go, fuck, that'll do. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So obviously, trying to find the right fit yeah, has yeah. been a, which, a which bit of, yeah. we've got it now. Like, yeah, yeah, our drummer's like ridiculous. Like, probably definitely the most talented member of the band. You're better than us for sure. Mm. So <laughs> don't tell him that. But yeah, four piece is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so what with the shows that you have played and stuff? What has the general reaction been like when you when you go to them? Like what 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 sort Pretty of shows have you played? Like positive. So like we we'll, we normally just get chucked on as like the opener for like like a backroom or a Rick's gig like nothing huge or anything but yeah the people that do wander through a lot of them actually stay and go oh shit like mm-hmm. that's all right yeah, yeah. We, have, we got a couple of good likes from that Rick's bar there was a, a fair few people there who we had never met before who stood and watched us and yeah, you know, head banged along us. as well that shook, was cool. shook hands after yeah. and said fuck that was actually good and we're like yeah reached out and no said I'm like thanks mate yeah, yeah we're, we're like, actually surprised <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, um, who came up with the name as well, and what does it what does it mean exactly? It's a good question because, funny story, he came up with the band name, but he also hates the band name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, um, it was one of those things where you always, I don't know, we were desperate just, for a name. We were desperate for a name because it's like one of the things that <laughs> Google gen- Generator like was not working. Anymore. Step number one, and eventually you just can't be hung up on step number one anymore, and mm. you just got to like roll with the punches. So you just. We settled on the name, finally yep. going to put some music out and stop thinking about it because, you know. Yeah, you get stuck on it forever. Yeah, like, stuck on it for too long. Yeah. Um, th- what got you started into the into this genre in particular? Like, what made you want to go, this is the sort of style that we want to... Oliver's dad. This guy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Apparently my dad. Yeah, it's his dad yeah. now. <laughs> 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 well, why was your old man such an influence then? Oh, 
I mean, ever since I was little, like, he's listened to metal and he just plays it and he would play it out loud. And, you know, we've got old videos of me headbanging to, like, Metallica and all that stuff. So yeah, I've always it, been listening to metal. He's in, like, the Super Heist music video. Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah he's in a couple Heist. of, like, the yeah. old Big Day Out live videos and stuff. Thinks yeah. he's cool for that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some respect on that. <laughs> and then, like, we'd always hear, or well, at least for me, I'd always hear, like, System of a Down playing through the Xbox Live headset while yeah. we were, like, in primary just school. Owning yeah. noobs and eventually I just decided, yeah. you know, like, Sweaty ass, time dude. to get into this. You ended up buying an electric drum kit, and you're like, all right, we need everything else. Like, we need yeah. everything. Let's start a band. We need and talent, we and we're like, we'll figure that uh, one out later. Yeah. <laughs> so did you do any of those, like, high school band things and all that crap? Yeah, we did. Sort of. <laughs> we, were, we were, like, we were in different high schools, but, like, we were, like, yeah, just meet up on the weekend and oh, okay, right. play in my mate's garage. And it we played at his um, school too. Oh, we did, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? We did, yeah. It was yeah. pretty savage. That was yeah. one of our old bands, yeah. not Dead Nerve. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. How'd that one go down? <laughs> oh, <it> was- <laughs> I'll tell you what, first 15 oh, minutes story. were great. First 15 minutes were the best I've ever felt in my life, you know, like, <laughs> and then uh, halfway, sorry, literally like two seconds into our last song, we were like feeling it hard at that point and the sound guy cut our sound off and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> he like, walked the whole way yeah, through the crowd, I, my, waving his hands at us. I, all, all I could hear on the stage was just like the bass and the drums were like unmiked. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. And he, he came up and he was like, stop, stop. And we were like, fuck, why? And he's like, <laughs> he was like, you, you passed your time. I'm like, I thought we had four songs. He went, sorry, boys. 15 minutes. And we, this happened and in front of everybody. In front of walk of shame off the stage. I could, I could be dick. wrong. I could be wrong. But it looked like at least 200 people. I might just be imagining that, like, you know, like yeah. like Fever Dream style. Yeah. But it it looked like 200 people just watched us got, you know, get the most embarrassed we've ever been in our lives. Oh, it's so. that awkward cringe feeling as well. It where was. you just oh, like, it was When you awful. have to stay there and you can't mm. leave and you're just watching something that makes you feel uncomfortable. And then and you're yeah. just like, oh. And then you've got to unplug, <laughs> and everyone's watching you unplug. There's no Pack curtains. Shit down. Yeah, everyone's still watching. <laughs> there's no watching. chance for applause. It's no, just ended no, on that lull, like, like a sound half stops. Clap. Like, yeah. well, I lost all yeah, the yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was cool. That was yeah. alright. It was embarrassing for sure. Yeah. Oh, that sucks though. Like it, that. That's got to be like a pretty shitty feeling. Yeah. Be- best you gig know. to worst gig in a matter of seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> on that note as well, what's what's the best gig you've played so far? Oh, you want to take turns? Because uh, it's got to be the first <laughs> gig that we played at Rick's, mm. because as as Dead Nerve, yeah, yeah, as, as Dead, Dead Nerve, Nerve, because we had played a couple of shows um, elsewhere. You know, we did the back room a couple of times, but then uh, we played Rick's, and like our sound just worked with Rick's because Rick's doesn't have a very good like. It's not particularly amazing venue and the live sound isn't that great, but the stage is so small. I just jump around like a freak and mm. it just looks awesome. It's not. Yeah. It's not really like it's more about the vibe at Rick's, I yeah. think, than the actual. It's a, it's a tiny yeah. stage. It's yeah. like, oh, you, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> oh, almost dropped the mic then. Oh, shit. It's just awesome how everybody's so close, and I think that's where some of our sound works the best for sure. Okay. Um, so when you guys get into the whole writing process and whatnot, do you have in mind what kind of venue, pers- well, not venue, but um, when you when you, like, Certain songs will sound big, mm. so, yeah, you know, we, that sort of thing. Mm. Like we, we have been thinking about that more. Like when we first started writing, it was kind of just like, "Oh, that sounds kind of cool," and then you play it live, and you're like, "Nobody yeah. liked." That. Eventually, yeah. So, yeah. eventually, the Trial songs yeah. that we whittled down to the EP were ones that were like we noticed that people would move to, or people would yeah. would jump around to, or ones that we could jump around to. Even yeah, yeah. that was yeah. like the main focus was getting yeah. people to like move to it, like like kind of like a club 
kind of feel. Yeah, I mean, it's I obviously like not metal the, yeah. and it's not club music, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. some, some dancing going on. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so the writing process itself as well, like going for that big sound too, does it um, – how, how often do you – like do you – with you guys, do you sit down and think, hey, we need to write new tunes or do you just kind of go with the flow, play some shows, see how it feels and think, hey, about time ready – it's about time that we're ready to – uh, write some new stuff or do you kind of just do it along the way and go hey like little bits yeah. and pieces like because I know everybody's different some yeah, people will sit is... down as a group and like you know write it yeah. out and trial and error sort of thing whereas others will just go hey that part sounds sick let's yeah. just try and turn it into a song straight yeah. away some well, people have that natural ability you I know? think we're fortunate enough that we've like um, we all pitched in and bought our own gear so that we could record. So whenever we want to write a song and someone has an idea that they want to get across, D-Man over here can punch us in. We'll track the riff, do it. We can literally get a demo together in 10 minutes and you show everyone, you go, that's how it's going to sound. Mm. And, yeah. you know, we decide whether we like it or not. But I think at the start it was it was more like it was a, it was definitely a go with the flow kind of thing. Yeah, just get we in didn't. a room and see if you can make shit happen. Mm. Yeah, we, we kind of try evolved. it all, really, yeah. but it's it's still, whatever feels right. The I process guess. is always ongoing. You know, yeah. I'm sure later on we'll probably have a different style of writing, but this that's just kind of where we are now. Mm. So you guys all obviously gel together pretty well. Yeah. Um, when it comes to say politics per se, if someone wants a certain part in a song. <laughs> It doesn't happen. How do you guh- guys? How do you guys deal with that? Have you ever had the, a fist the, fight on the show? The gloves get put on. Yeah, it, <laughs> no, we haven't. But I'm I'm, I'm ready when it, right, ready go. and willing to have one. We try and keep it civil, but it never stays civil. We like, are yeah. old friends, and mm. like we we just know we know each other in the sense that like we're not afraid to mm. like punch uh, you yeah. in the face. Just, yeah, just like just, yeah, really. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, no, we. He's not kidding. I don't. I don't. I don't think we've ever actually had a fight. But there's been some like nose to noses on certain things. Generally, it's like the dumbest shit too. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so unimportant. It can start very easily because you can almost kind of feel like if uh, you know you almost feel attacked because someone yeah. doesn't yeah, like your yeah. idea. Yeah, you only write one riff a, ri- a week, and then someone's like, "That's shit," and you go, "Oh, I'll just go <laughs> uh, fuck wait myself." Wait till next then. week. Wait till <laughs> you get the next one. Uh, that's all right, boys. No worries. I'll just go home. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try again next week. Yeah. 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 No, because yeah, like sometimes. Um, it can be a painstaking thing, mm. uh, being able to work that out because everyone has a like uh, has a vested interest in what what you're doing because you're attached to the name and you want it to sound as 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 best as it possibly can be. Mm. So I know um, the work ethic in terms of trying to get that right sound, the right you know the right schedule, the right lyrics, even sometimes mm. as well um, to fit with song, uh, song, song parts in general, I know can, can lead to a little bit of frustration yeah. and stuff like that. It's just curious to know uh, with a dynamic where you're such close friends um, from what you've told me, yeah. like you've known each other for so long mm. um, that like the dynamic can obviously be different with other bands and stuff, you know, some of them form together as a partnership yeah. mm. uh, rather than knowing each other for so long. And that as well, you can definitely sort of see how they operate when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, you get close friends together and it's almost like the, the level of dealing with those sorts of things 
it just has like that little bit more tensity to it. Mm. Mm. It's not it's not like a, a an attack or anything like yeah. that. It's just something that I've noticed with my friends about arguing with certain things that I like. You know, yeah. you just yeah. get really passionate. You don't, and into yeah, you it. don't hold back as much. Whereas if it's with people you don't really know, you kind of just like bite your tongue and go like, "Oh, I disagree, but yeah. I'm going to keep it civil." Whereas <laughs> yeah. if if yeah. we find something wrong, we'll go. Look, I respect you, but like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're yeah. wrong. I'm right. Yeah. Perfect example is with our um, drummer. Um, so we haven't all known him like as long as we've known each other. So when he first came in, you know, it was kind of like um, uncharted waters for us because we hadn't really played. He had to learn that like we're assholes. Yeah, and it was like it was there was a bit of like teething where. He was probably like, what is wrong with these guys? Like, <laughs> yeah. Which led to him leaving the first time. Yes. <laughs> but but he came back. We came back. We and changed. We all we're all we're all close friends. Yeah. Yeah, we're all boys now. So it's <laughs> it's like no hard feelings, obviously. And yeah. we try that's, and that's, keep that's the it best civil, bit. Like know? we've been friends for so long. Like I I don't think as bad as it's ever gotten, we've, it's never been like, Oh, I'm never gonna talk to this dude again. No. So yeah. it's like always I'm, just gonna come back and just work it out because it's what yeah, we do that's, it. that's good I mean that's what you want to see as well because if especially if you know that as a fan you're watching a band that you you appreciate and enjoy and whatnot mm. if you know that they hate each other behind the scenes how yeah. invested are you really going to be in knowing yeah. that one day or another they're just going to be gone like yeah. they're just going to yeah. be like yeah. oh, fuck the rest of this shit I'm, I'm, I've had enough yeah you know it, 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 if you like I get it as well um, fair uh, so with with that influences that got you your your old man got you into that uh like from an early point as well but f- uh from then for you, like for everybody else as well what was what was say the first band that got you into it system what? of a down yeah, yeah. every day of the week yep. yeah yeah everyone for you guys too? pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah from, from I, can, I remember to listening to byob when i was like five yeah, I swear. I don't even know if it was out then, but I was listening <laughs> to it. <laughs> you got the early demo tapes. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh yeah. off the press. It's the same for me too. I've probably said it one too many times on here as well, but System was my first band that got me into mm. it. It was Chop Suey. I'd yeah. seen it on TV and I just thought, this is the most fucked up video clip I've ever seen Yeah, because everything else that I was used to seeing was that common normal yeah. sh- music video yeah. shit that you'd see. And then the next thing you know, there's four dudes playing heavy music with all this wacky shit in the background, sweaty people jumping up and down or whatever it was the video clip is for yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm They're like, all morphing in and out of yeah. each other and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, Very yeah. Cool. And I thought that was, that was cool. That mm. was different. Mm. I enjoy that more than what I saw before. And yeah, that's just, that's what led me to get to where I am as well. So what, what's your favorite band at this very point? Do they have an influence on your stuff? Look, uh, the biggest influence that we're having on us at the moment has got to be the Deftones. Deftones. And they're not even my favorite band. Yeah. It's my favorite band. I don't know what it is. The sound. I like them too. They've got that real, like, they've got a mix of like both heavy and like kind of, Spacey, spacey, like, like easy yeah, kind of cool. shit. Yeah. I've always been a real big fan of their guitar and, yeah. and the tone that they get as well, mixing it with like the just the softer side of vocals yeah. as well. With yeah. it too, I love that shit. Yeah. Um. So you're only if Dead Nerve is only a relatively new band. That's my phone. That's right. That's yeah. Make sure it wasn't mine. <laughs> no, no, it's me being unprofessional. It's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> um. So, have you had any sort of like? crazy stories in terms of any of the shows that you've had so far like any any sort of um reaction from the crowd or people that you've dealt with or anything like that it's been it's been some weird people but i mean i think 
I think you tripping on the mic cable was <laughs> yeah, probably the best. That's the one. When was was that? Oh, uh, yeah, that was the, the second Rick's Bar gig where I was fully into the song and I decided to do like a jump spin in the middle of the air and the cable, cable grabbed around my legs and pulled me over, but I played it off. Nobody knew what happened. Yeah, he just, just he screamed for like an extra 13 seconds to cover it up and everyone's like, yeah, he meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> fair, yeah. fair. Um, so <sighs> musically... Uh, What's what's the fav- what's your favorite lifestyle aspect of what you do? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, definitely not load in, load out. That, uh, yeah. that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what my dad's for, eh? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> the roadie man was yeah. he? He's yeah. like muscles. basically eight foot tall, so you'll sort it out. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what what's so far playing as uh, Dead Notes? What's been the pinnacle live show that you've done so far? What's your favorite to this date? I think it's got to it's got to be the Rick's one the the return of our drummer it was like a yeah it was monument- yeah. Yeah, monumental yeah. it was it just it, was a return it to felt form. special to us, it, was. it was yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like probably like thirty people in the room but you know Rick's it's like small yeah. as shit so thirty people you're like this is Wembley like yeah. it's, <laughs> it doesn't get bigger than this you know <laughs> it was just a good Wembley. show it just felt yeah. great like energy was right mm. oh that's awesome yeah um so what I'd like to do now. Um, is I'd like to get day trip spinning again. Um, and I'd like to have a bit of a chat about that one before we do. Um, why don't you talk us, uh, talk us through th- releasing it? Uh, how, well, that's the last part, sorry. Uh, when it's like how it, how it started being written one, and then once it got to that point of releasing it and why was it, that song that you chose to be the one that released first? Because I know we were talking before about, you know, like single releases and stuff. How, how did you guys choose which song that you wanted to release? Okay. So do you want to, do you, you want to start, start from say, bro. anyone can go? <laughs> You're right, Dan. I, I, yeah. Okay. Hook us up. Well, yeah, the way it was. Okay. Do you want to start with how it was written or how it was released? How it was written. First. How it was written. Yeah. We'll go right. with that Take one. them way back. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. So that, I think that was one of the first, that was one of like the first three songs we we wrote as yeah. Dead I think Nerd. it was, it was like not that I'm counting, but I think it was literally our third song we I wrote. It was the first. First was maybe it was the win. first good song we wrote. It <laughs> was second good song second, we wrote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, mate. But, uh, <laughs> now that that one, I remember the writing being pretty easy for that because I had the I had the main riff, and when mm. I brought it to uh, to you and Alec, it sort of that's that kind of kicked off the uh, this sort of style that we have where the the bass. Well, the guitar sort of is more simple, and the bass decides to do something a little bit different during the verse, and it yep. yeah. it's more of it's more rhythmically focused sort of track. Obviously, the guitar bits aren't like too complicated; they're all kind of just hard strummed chords and some mm-hmm. couple of little chuggy bits. But yeah, yeah that's kind of it. Pretty then, pretty um, much just all rhythm. I think that was one of the first songs where. Oliver decided that he wasn't gonna play the guitar and sing. He he was just gonna yeah, just get on the do vocals. frontman stuff and just get on the vocals and put all his effort into writing that. So that's yeah. Quick note in on that as well because it's a question that I like to ask: hmm. playing guitar and singing at the same time. How fucking hard is it? Not um, not for this savant. Because <laughs> it's hard as fuck for me. I, I'm, yeah. I'm either one or the I other. I can't do it. Yeah. Well, I can't even talk while playing. I just <laughs> I don't really know how I learnt to do it. If I'm honest, I think I would just learn like a song that I knew was kind of easy, and then I would focus on the lyrics after I had like mastered how to play it. And um, I just kind of started putting it into my own writing. And I wouldn't write a riff that I couldn't play and sing if I yeah, was going to play. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. That, yeah. 
Because you, you yeah. see that happen with, you can see that happen. People just like they'll go all out with just how crazy they can be on guitar and stuff. Yeah. But then, mm. like, oh, how the fuck am I supposed to sing and play this at the same time? Like, That's why I have so much respect for like the like the heavier bands, like death metal ones, like Dying Fetus and Nile and stuff like yeah. that. Because yeah. like yeah, Fetus is a three or four piece. When I saw them, they were a three piece. Mm. You know, Pretty and full on. and you know how technical and psycho those guys yeah. are. You're yeah. just watching it going. Yeah, how it's well, it's kind of like doing that? like when Fred Durst played played guitar <laughs> at that like one show in two thousand three, I think it was. I don't know what song he was doing. I don't think he knew what song he was doing, but yeah. I think that was the last time he picked up the guitar because there's certain people that should do it, <laughs> and yeah. there's certain people that should definitely not mm. do it. Yeah. I I didn't even know that he tried playing guitar. Oh, it's look, a great I'll, video. I'll show you the video yeah. afterwards. It's, I, it's worth a watch. Is it? Yeah. I'll, <laughs> look, I love Fred Durst as much as the next guy, but. Fuck, that was and that's not many guys. Yeah. yeah, apparently not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's it was cool. hard to watch. Yeah, and so the next part is as well is getting it onto Spotify and getting it released mm. onto audio platforms and stuff. That's so all this bloke here. Yep, we have nothing. Yeah, to do we with that. um because when we decided eventually, I guess we just decided we wanted to do everything independently, all the way from like the recording and everything, all the way up to the release, including all the promo. Mm-hmm. So that. It definitely took a bit of research, but getting it all out there, it's, I'd say it's easier, it's easier than you'd think if you were trying to do it yourself, but it would, it still takes a little bit of reading because they don't make it completely obvious. Mm -hmm. I guess it's, it's sort of like a soft gateway to, at least in my head, to prove if you really want it, you're going to go out of the way to find all the information and figure out how to do it. It's probably a a day of us reading different, the, the, you know, the, the descriptions of different services and then we just ended up going back to the first one we read yeah Yeah. and obviously we decided to release it ourselves so we could organize all the promo and do it to a sort of set schedule and whatnot as well just to make it easier for ourselves you have to change it over to different audio formats or something to get it onto spotify isn't that right or does it cost it does it cost extra to get it placed onto different platforms etc there are different plans you can take depending on which distributor you choose but um generally you just want to send in your, your highest quality audio files, so like a WAV 48K. Yeah. Just sort of, you know, in, in technical terms, that's sort of what you'd want to be sending in because it gets compressed and everything once it goes online anyway and everything yeah. sort of sort of mushes down to the same quality. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, on that note, I'd like to jam it. Um, were, what was the other thing as well I was going to ask you about? Lyrics. Lyrics was what I was going to ask you about. Tell us a little bit about the lyrics for it, and then we'll get into the song. This is a good question because people ask me about my songs when they hear them live and they go, oh, what's that song about? And I can give you, like, the real answer, and the real answer is nothing half the time. Yeah. I do. Deep, yeah. yeah. I do have, like, my own little takes on it, and I think we all do. Like, mm. okay, Day Trip, for example, um, Day Trip is it, how I interpret it is, is... um. You know, the lyrics, it starts off ride taken for a ride. So uh, I I think in, you know, my head, you know, sometimes you can just take you to somewhere that you don't have control over, you know, like when you've got depression or um, when you've got anxiety or just when you've got just a thought that doesn't usually come into your head, but it just comes in. And that's kind of what I base the song around. And uh, that's how I interpret it. Maybe you guys interpret it differently, but I never really like openly ex- try to explain it, you know. Right, yeah. But... In in that sense, though, it is it, 
there is some form of influence in the writing though coming yeah. from your side of things like yeah there is is it coming from experience half the time or is it coming just from stories that you can conjure in your head or just like things that have happened to you um i think most of it's experience and, and things that have happened to me um like one of our songs that we're not going to play but we have is um about someone who tried to commit suicide that I know. That's mm-hmm. what it was about when I first wrote it. I still kind of like interpret it differently now. I don't really, I don't see that person anymore, but I still like how the lyrics um, work with that song. And it's, it's still a memory of mine. So, you know, like I keep it close to me with that, with the okay. lyrics of that, yeah. of that we, song. We all kind of like once, once Oliver comes in with like the general lyrics, we'll all kind of sit down and tweak them. And go, and those are shit. Generally, yeah, generally they they're shit. No, <laughs> no generally we we Thanks, mate. we get the concept and <laughs> and we go right. Like this is cool. Like how how can we express that differently? We we kind of focus more on like the syllables mm-hmm. and like the actual words and how they sound. Less right. less so like the actual concept. Like obviously it's still loosely around the same concept, but. Mm-hmm more to serve the song than actually just to tell a story, if that makes sense. That does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one last thing before we play it. I said that before, whatever. That's right. Um, <laughs> when you write the songs, because this was something that I should have asked earlier, do the lyrics come first or do the song come first? It's always the song first. Uh, yeah. I don't like to just write lyrics because it's harder to place them to a song because I don't know what the song's going to be like and I don't know what the lyrics going to sound like to a song that I haven't written the lyrics to. You yeah, know we, what I mean? We normally, so, we even hit it like with melody and, and yeah. like the, the mm-hmm. screaming first before we come mm-hmm. up with like lyrics and shit like because you've got to figure out the syllables and you want to figure out the pitch and shit like that. So, okay. Yeah. All and right. shit. And oh, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to keep saying it, dude. It's someone's got to say it. Yeah, and shit. All right, then. We're going to have a jam of day trip. Um, and we'll be back with you shortly.
I can see why that one took so long to, to get together. That's really well produced. It's really well done. I mean, do you pl- – like, that one in particular, it does have, like, that sort of oh, – I don't want to put it, like, in that category, but, like, that single sound. Like, it, it is one that you was, I would say, kind of, like, the right call, in my opinion, to release as, a, as something for everyone to get – into you guys as well i I thought that was a really good choice that's why we did it i think it was the safest choice because the actual our sound is pretty pretty varied we have some heavier songs and we have some lighter songs that one seemed like just a sort of safe it's probably the heaviest it's probably the heaviest that we have so yeah but it's just like a party jam you know so we're just like we'll just chuck that as a single well here's the thing is if if you don't like it then Please listen to something else <laughs> on the EP. On the EP, keep it on the EP. But no, nah, we've got we've got different shit on there. Like, I, I want to say for everybody, but probably definitely not for everybody. But you know, enough, we've, enough we've got a varied mix. That was probably just our most direct one. I yeah. reckon. Yeah. Now, I mean, for for fairly young guys musically, that's very well written um, and very well done as well. Do you, do you think that age plays a factor in the long run? For the longevity of a band? I don't know because, I mean... Because you guys yourself obviously are young and still yeah. coming up and whatnot. It's true. Um, but you've also had uh, experience with seeing other live bands and how they go and like their longevity and changing their sounds. Um, is that something that you are aspiring to as musicians? Is something like, say, on that level? Like everybody... Some people will get into it because they just want to release stuff and be they're, they're creative people. That's what mm. they want to do. They just want to put their emotions out there and they put it through song. Um, is that the same feeling for you guys? Do you get more enjoyment out of the creative side of it or more of the uh, playing side of it, like the energy and stuff that gets created? I would say personally I prefer I, – I mean, they've both got their – benefits but i I personally prefer playing live because then you've got the direct feedback of like someone in front of you Mm -hmm. and you can tell like when someone doesn't like it you can see it in their eyes but when it's when they do like it it's like oh shit like you know you got through to somebody Mm. so writing it is obviously good but i think performing it is like the best part i think performing it after tinkering for so long is really gratifying to know that you've you've sort of combed over the bits of a song enough and made enough changes and really honed it to the point where you're proud to play it live. Mm-hmm. And then, like Jamie said, when you get that instant response, yeah. it's yep. really cool. Do you, do you find age plays a factor in getting shows as well? I think age plays a factor in, in networking in the sense that it's like, not a lot of people will take you seriously because it's like, oh, like these guys are 18, 19, 20. Like, That's why our old bands never worked. Yeah, we were, well, like, we were 14 like 14 to, to 17. It's like... Yeah, nobody cares. You, you, nobody wants you on a bill anyways because you're not old enough to play like certain venues and stuff. Mm. But other than that fact, it's like if you talk to anyone who's in a mildly successful band, they kind of go like, oh, yeah, like like you're good and you've got a lot of energy and you've got a lot of promise or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, oh, you know, you want to kind of wait until they're more developed, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it so. does. Like you, that would that would then be saying like, oh, Go get some more experience yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially. Job yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, that's fair. Do you feel like there needs to be more all ages venues back again? Like, do you 100%. feel like Because, yeah. well, Oliver's little brother, he's what, like 15. And since he's, since a couple of years back, he's started getting into it. And every single show, he hits us up and goes, Oh, did you see such and such as playing? 
mm. I can't go because I'm like 13, 14, 15. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's pretty shit. And I mean, we've been there too, yep. underage. I honestly sucks. think it'd be such a good idea to get like maybe even just one big underage venue where they do like um like a show every like three or four weeks, whatever, because. You're going. You're not just getting. You know. You're not just getting the older. You're getting the younger, and that's more tickets, more people. Yeah, because um, younger people are starved for entertainment. Yeah. Because all you can do is sit at home, and you got nothing to do. All YouTube, ages shows yeah, like Nev live. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you hit eighteen, you've got that. You can go do anything. Yeah. To go do yeah. those shows and stuff, well, but especially like. I've, I've, again, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but venues like Princess Theatre that started as an all-age venue, mm. um, that was where I would go regularly because they had regular yeah. shows on there. So I got to see a lot of the bands early on. That was a big influence for me. And then, in turn, that made me want to go and see more bands, more yeah. shows. You know, It's like that starting point. Once you get into it and you have that avenue to be able to do it, that's that's yeah. what spawns a lot of these influences. I feel like people. it's a it's a pretty risk-free way of like having newer bands play and like you know you chuck on just say a headlining act who you know are gonna pull people but then like the smaller bands that are playing for only 20 minutes a slot it's like give someone else a chance you know like give anybody a chance because it's younger Mm. people watching they're either gonna like it or not like it and then everyone gains something out of that you go oh i didn't particularly like that or the band goes they didn't like that so we've got to try something else you know Mm. it's like a good way of like testing material i think i've had some people say to me like oh but there are all ages venues that are still around and whatnot but i'm like so really think about it though don't you yeah it's not like you can just rattle off the top of your head the amount of pubs and bars and stuff through mm. brunswick right next to us mm. like how many venues you can put tomcat rick's bar like you said before crowbar uh woolly mammoth mm. um, yeah. elephant wheelbarrow whatever it is like yeah. that, there's just a few to name off the top uh, netherworld they have shows there as well oh true yeah. I didn't but, know that. Yeah, yeah yeah um but they're 18 plus. Yeah. You know? Alcohol. So, it's, yeah, I mean. It's, and I know, like, when, yeah. you, when you get the licensed all ages shows as well, liquor, license, yeah. and all that sort of stuff can come into play. But usually only, like, big venues or well-established ones are going to be doing those ones. Mm. Um, and again, they don't happen as often because they're a little more costly than having to just do a normal all ages show yeah like financially it doesn't make as much sense yeah but uh, to keep the growth going you still That's need it, to yeah. do them so uh, i get it like there's a constant battle between it but yeah. it is like i mean uh the bowls club in green slopes i know do yeah. a fair few all eight like they do all ages shows as well um and it's a great venue. I'm mm. not. I'm not taking a dig at that. I've, I go there whenever they have shows. Like any any of my mates are playing or anything like that. I go there because it's, it's a sweet venue, especially for that aesthetic as well. Yeah. But like, I would love to see those same guys at say playing at um, or at, at the new. What's that new one now? Uh, Fortitude Music Hall Musical, or something yeah. like, that, like that. I'd love to see some of the smaller bands like take on that one i think they do all ages there as well now but you know if 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 their idea of trying to save or, or like bring in more all ages or more music venues is to revamp a huge building like that does like and then them say oh we're, we're still trying to keep the scene alive and stuff mm. i i don't like I, I get it but it's like what about investing in like other venues, like yeah. smaller ones, ones that don't have to? Put you don't have to sell it out to make and any millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. yeah, like and get like Powderfinger to invest, yeah, and or be the front person or whatever or whoever. I can't remember the member or whoever it is, but like, yeah, you mm. got a well-established, more than likely multi-million dollar band member, whatever financing 
that building yeah. where where are the other smaller ones for the all ages and stuff mm. like that to keep going i'm not saying that there's none i'm just saying that i it's, wish i hope there's few more and far between yeah that's yeah for sure. because guys like yourself as well like the younger ones uh, that's where they start yeah they don't have that how like the, you're going to see more of them trying to sneak into venues more than anything just to get a glimpse of yeah. one of their favorite bands yeah it, it's know? it is it's really tough to try and like get that shot as well to play mm. like to like even confirmed like 50 to 100 people you know like it it doesn't happen all that often like we've played like you know 10 15 shows or something and it's Mm. like only one or two of those times have we actually had like a decent crowd what we would consider decent obviously not like yeah not like parkway drive levels but like you know it's hard to get that shoe and you know yeah yeah one that that foot in the door yeah that's it yeah um and do you find having to like we were talking about this off um, off mic before as well. Like, sh- uh, it was the f- I just remembered now. It was the Free Your Mind tour. Yeah, yeah. That's um, like uh, uh, the high fight in West End. Like they they did all ages shows back mm. in the day. I don't I don't know. They went from high fi to Max Watts. I think yeah, it was. That we saw um, Dillinger's last show there as well. Oh, Dillinger Escape Plan. See, that would have been a fucking banger yeah, of one too. And fucking sick. Luckily, as well, that venue at the time was doing licensed all ages. Yeah, you know, so perfect for you guys too. Free yeah. Mine was the same. It was licensed all ages. I don't see as many now as I do back then. Yeah, that was. I guess if I was to be trying to point out anything in that it was more so that is that i don't see as many now as i used to i hope it evens out because you can always play a show in the valley on a friday thursday friday saturday or sunday night anytime you want sort Mm. of thing it's not the same for the younger kids and stuff like that you know they don't get a chance to see it no and with that i guess that's one aspect you know not being able to see big influences of your life but with this musical lifestyle that you, that you're around and that you're in, has it had much of an effect on your headspace in a good or a bad way, perhaps? It can be stressful. Yeah. At least when it comes up to, to release and things. When you say musical lifestyle, you mean like in terms of just anything well, band-related or... Well, yeah, like say you get a lot like creatively and stuff like that as well like you draw a lot of influences musically oh, from yeah. other stuff and whatnot and bringing it in to write this stuff like you know personal experiences hardships or even just good moments or anything like that can easily be transformed into a song um but you also like we were talking before with day trip where it, you know dabbles in you know topics of anxiety and depression and stuff like that um and there was another one uh, about you know a friend of yours committing uh, attempted suicide um those things do and and it's if you'd be naive to say that that's not a very noticeable thing with creative people in the like they they show that a lot in not just in what they write but you know even like posts half the time that they put online and stuff you know that can be lyric related or just like a shit moment in the day and then that can transform into something down the track you know like a lot of influences come from you know dark places and stuff like that 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 was more so what i was trying to say like with with everything that happens from the musical side of things that you guys do like like for an influence on on your heads and 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 your well being and, and around you, like is it is it in a good way or is it in a bad way that it affects you? I definitely say that the music itself is a really good therapeutic tool. Mm. Then if because it, it does let you vent all those ideas, and sometimes I guess for people like us, maybe we don't have talent or 
the ability. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. I said, I was going to say, we don't have talent in like other areas or we don't have the ability. Like some people go rock climbing to, to clear their heads and, you know, people like us. Have you seen these forearms, bro? It's not, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. But like, can't even play bass. Yeah, true that dude. No, for us, it's like, you know, you have an idea and you put it, you put it to, to sound instead of, well, you know, like drawing or a, something A else. great example is Daniel being like super mad at four in the morning for like some reason. He hasn't divulged uh, that to us. Yeah, right, put you right. on blast, bro. Yeah. But like our, our song that we're going to play last was like, it was all written by him in like one fluke in like the dead of the night. So it's like... Yeah, like 4 a.m. Just, just kind of woke up and said, i got a fucking song. It's like, song. Yeah. Oh, I've had a shit day. Or, or just never like, go to sleep and write it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sleep. Insomniac. Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. you know, yeah. you have a shit day and that's it. It's it's good to be able to have the ability to just go, well, fuck, I'm going to... Write a disgusting Pick up my guitar and, yeah. at 4 a.m. Just <coughs> write a, yeah, write a filthy riff and just make get a song it out, out there. Of it and, yeah, and then you, you feel then, better yeah, once you feel it's out. Because you're like, well, now I actually have a product out of it as well as the fact that it's not an... Inside like, myself, it's out there, like, released, you know? Because I know that can be a hurdle as well, like, in, in terms of, like, feeling like you're stagnating or whatnot. Like, when you don't keep doing it, yeah. keep writing it, you feel like what you're doing isn't enough. Yeah, even though, 100%. Even yeah. though everyone around you will be like, man, go easy on yourself. It's okay. Mm. Like, you're, you're doing awesome. But still, it's that... That battle in your head, just thinking, no, I can do better. I can do this. I, I need to put more stuff out. Yeah, that's it, what it's like with old mate when it comes to like like a final mix of a song. We're like, dude, it's done, and he goes, it's not done. There's something in there that I can kind of hear. Yeah. You guys can't hear it's, it, but I can. I go, no. It's like, it's like a dog it's whistle. A, it's always a push. It's like you want to like, <laughs> you, you want to do the best that you can because the last thing you want to do is put out something that nobody wants to hear. Like, yeah, yeah you want to sure. you want to put it. out the best representation of what you've got. Mm. And yeah, it can it can get stressful. That's like I was say, like I was gonna say before. It can get a bit stressful, especially when it comes down to like the more logistical side of things. But if if your focus is on still on what you're creating and you're still happy with it, and it it's it's all gonna turn out the way you want it to, some way or another, because that's it's what you're creating, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Uh. With lyric wise as well, we were uh, staying on the same topic. I should say as well, your way of dealing with any sort of hardship is it through putting it to paper with the writing or is um, it something that like you we were saying before uh that you'll usually kind of get like the melodies and say harmonies or something before you decide to write the lyrics or anything like that but when you do finally write the lyrics what place are they coming from um you know now that i think about it like if if i was to write like if we had sorted out the melody and everything like that Usually I would have like something in the back of my head, but I would decide on something that like maybe has been bugging me. Like um, I've been writing lyrics for another song, um, which we haven't really done much with yet, but I wrote lyrics for it and it came from somewhere that, you know, was just like a little bit personal to me. But uh, I think I pull them from different eras each time I write a song. Like the song we're going to play doesn't really, like he wrote the chorus lyrics and I just, fiddle with the verse you know it didn't really have much of a deep um meaning or anything like like that you kind of create the meaning as you go sometimes you kind of uh you have a concept and everybody's vibing the same thing and you just contribute it all depends yeah sometimes i'm really feeling like something and i'll 
I'll jot it down. But you know, sometimes I'll pull stuff out as I'm writing lyrics that just come out of nowhere. And I think we all do that. Mm. It's good to to have like a flexible writing style like that because it means like any one of us can come with like a riff or a lyric or a song, whatever, and we well, yeah, can all like, work with it. Like our drummer writes guitar as well. He's a really good singer. Like just a good musician. So it's like we all kind of add to it in our own little way that we can. So right, right. Um. With those influences discussed, is it just, do you have any sort of outside influences that come into it as well? Like say stuff you hear on the news or like politics that come into it or anything like that? You know, nah, does that, imp- nah. does that affect you in any way? Nah, like, you I, know, know, I don't watch the news. Most yeah. political would be listening to Rage Against Machine and then you're like, <laughs> you're like, shut up. <laughs> like, you just, who, like, I, I know like there's a place for it, but. It's like, never really on, affected us. It's never yeah. been our place. It's like. I think you definitely write more intra, introspective we're, lyrics. When we first started in our first band, it was all political because we were listening to System Over Down and we were sure that yeah. we knew politics. Yeah. We, were, we were also <laughs> like... We didn't, we we didn't know 14. who Campbell Newman was, but we were like, let's who, who roast him, like, just yeah. rip on it. Well, you know what's funny, though, is that you weren't wrong yeah. in wanting to roast Campbell Newman. It was kind of just his face. Was a yeah, yeah, I don't even... Like, I have no idea what he was like, about, but, like... We were, we were 14, like, we are like... Let's, we gotta be him. we gotta be rebellious, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Just gotta fuck the government. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's <laughs> <laughs> like that, bro. Pay, oh, stop, well, stop taxing me, bro. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, look, even if you don't, please stop. Even, yeah, genuinely. <laughs> even if you don't go political anyway, you've pretty much got it nailed in the head anyway. Just yeah. don't trust those fuckers. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. You know, so fair call. Like you know, because a lot of bands out there, influences come from all different shapes and sizes. Mm. A lot, you know politics wise and stuff that can always come into it because it's day-to-day stuff that will yeah. affect you in some way so yeah you do that for them that's how they want to you know it goes it goes without there. saying but like obviously no hate on anyone who derives any content from politics if you feel passionately about it then it's like that's but it's just that's not your, your thing us though. personally yeah. it's like we i don't think we have a platform to stand on i don't like even know who the prime minister is at the moment i don't, I don't think, think any, yeah no one does you don't want to it's not julie gillard yeah, see... No, Where's Kevin Rudd bringing him back? Yeah, handball champion. Yeah, that's it, yeah. that's it. See, you don't even really want to know anyway. Well, I mean, you exactly, do, but yeah. he's, a, oh. he's a dickhead. Um, but yeah, no, politics can definitely, if it's not something that your band is focused on, if that was something you tried to venture into, it, I think that would, yeah, kind yeah. of mess with the kind of, you know, because like you said, some bands do it. Yeah. Some yeah. bands just... Don't, you know, yeah. they might have their own personal views that they could spit up on stage right before they play the song, mm. you know, but the the lyrical content and the way that they've written the song is not anything to do with that. Yeah. It's like if, if you're not all in on it, it's like I don't think you should It'd feel you disingenuous. Yeah, exactly. We it would, would be disingenuous. We'd be lying if we said we really cared. Like if I wrote a song about like taking hard drugs, I would feel stupid because like I don't take hard drugs. So yeah. There you go. You yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I'll still, still write a song about it though. From your <laughs> yeah, yeah. watch the Space Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be waiting to listen to that one to see how exactly you describe it's be what hard, hard drug. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what your experience with hard drugs yeah. is like. Let's see how it goes. Paracetamol. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, Panadine Fort. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. So, <laughs> on Shelbert. same topic, uh, not same topic, but like uh, same Shelbert? area. What What's the future? That you envision for Dead Nerve? What's what is it? Wembley. <laughs> Wembley. Yeah, it's that. Wembley, bro. I'm gonna be up there like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Uh, we. <laughs> I think. I think on a on a personal level, it'll just be to tour with a band that I've always respected. Like that's. I think for me, that's the next big step. 
I, Once we me, hit the it. next big step is just to to tour in general. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because we like we're finding it hard to get shows at the moment, just because like we've only just released our um, first single, but we haven't really been able to lock anything in, and that seems to be like our next obstacle. Yeah. Is, is it's hard to get a shot. Shows step yeah. by step, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who, how do you reach out to people to, to get onto shows? Do you just ask or are you... Yeah, you we will usually like if we've played a show and like we meet somebody who says that they know somebody who do sh- who gets shows, like we'll try to get their email or we'll e- message somebody. I know this somebody. guy and that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basic that. networking. It hasn't really worked for us as of it's, yet. Like we've got we've got connections, but it's it's kind of like, you know... They're not connected to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have Loose their emails. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll message a couple of people for you and yeah, see yeah, if we'll, there's we'll anything I can awesome. help you out. Yeah, oh man, I, I love to see uh, not just people that come on here, but just you know, young and up and coming bands in in, yeah. in general just get more shows under their belt because how else are they gonna get that? Exp- you know, it's the same thing with like how you advertise for jobs. Like, yeah. Yeah. how else are you gonna get the experience unless you fucking do it? Uh, no. Well, like you when know. we open for Parkway, we'll give you a shout <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be you waiting. Started, so you'll boys. be doing the arena shows that they're oh, up to 100%. now. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Europe nonstop. I, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'll, I'll be waiting. For it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, boys. <laughs> yeah. um, well, same breath. Parkway, seeing them, you know, playing at Princess Theatre. Mm. Like it was two thousand and eight. I saw them for the first time. Horizon's now, best album. And yeah, it was a banger of a. It was a banger of an album. And yeah, now they've gone from you know playing shows like that in smaller venues to literally arena shows mm. and you know billing massive festivals and stuff now it, they've been going hard for ages oh non-stop like, like they just had bloodstock didn't they they did yeah yeah, yeah. Was, and like they're doing that whole europe festival circuit right mm. now and they're up there as like one of the top headliners for all of them pretty much yeah you see them play like the same area like three times a year and that's like europe america and then they come to australia it's like they're playing like how many shows a year yeah, too many. That's like, dedication, yeah. though. But That's after yeah. years of them going overseas and playing 100%, to like, yeah, just grinding to, it out. Yeah, grinding like, it oh, out. They, they earned it for sure. Like you're seeing other bands, like I, I think Polaris is. You're seeing a similar there, yeah. rise now, yeah. where they've just like they're going off. everywhere. They're, doing, they're playing Wembley. They're doing. Are they playing Wembley? As they well? play with yes. the architects at Wembley. Oh, yeah, at, shit. Then yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing yeah. at Wembley if they're playing at like with architects or something. Cause yeah, the, the state that they're yeah, but like yeah. a similar sort of rise where they're just, <laughs> you're seeing like their work pay off. Yeah, yeah. crazy workhorses, man. I mean, they're they're, they're from. They're, they're from Byron and that's all they did. They, they played shows and had that surfy attitude. They got they got picked up with a real banger of an album. Next thing you know, that they're, they're, they're going. That's all it takes for some of them. Yeah. You know, and... Just supporting the album, just keep it going, you yeah, know. Yeah, that, that, that's right. And seeing them, like those, the, like those bands early on, especially the Aussie ones, and then you see them go to big-ass shows mm. and stadiums from where they are now. It's a really cool feeling. And you always hope, like, friends of yours will be able to do that. Yeah. You know, the last, like, ridiculously uh, ridiculous thing I saw from a local band was CJ Thy Art doing his whole Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, that was awesome. yeah, festivals. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, he's got nice nipples. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he's got a, he's got a fucking mint dad bod. Okay. I aspire to be like Luckily that. Luckily, yeah. he's got a kid because that is a dad bod. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It is. He's always had it too. Well, not always, but... He since is. since we've been seeing him, <laughs> he's been rocking it. I remember seeing him with like, uh, it was they just just after they released, no, just before they released Soldiers of Immortality, um, was when I saw when they just got CJ into the band as well. Yeah, and yeah, some real OG stuff. Oh man, he he looked. <laughs> 
I, you you wouldn't know the comparison, but like he looks like my older brother, like mm. my oldest brother at that point, and he's got like super short, spiky hair, almost what uh, Michael Crafter, two thousand eight, oh, yeah. two thousand seven, oh, yeah. that era with the spiky fucking hair yeah. and shit. CJ looked exactly like that, and now he just looks like you know, like the the metamorphosis of who he is now. Yeah. Like yeah. It, <laughs> it's just completely changed. But like that, seeing that sort of stuff and knowing where they come from and who they are and you just think holy fuck man good on you yeah you know i want you you want to see that you want to see well yeah it's a it's a good story like you can't help but feel good for people when they come from nothing and go all the way to the top you know i didn't say that i don't know how they are didn't blow up because of their ep because it's their best stuff yeah look (laughs) say 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 what you will about that's not even sarcasm say what you will about the lyrical content the songs Musically? bang. Oh, yeah. The songs this, bang. Yes, I can. I can attest to the writing, the mm. writing, and the and the production side of of that that EP that that's they ridiculous. did. Yeah, that awesome. was your, my first. Everybody's first taste of them, obviously, and yeah. that's why they got so big. But as years progressed and people actually looked at the lyrics, they yeah. were like, "Hang on, well, this is really." I mean, hold on, it's just like really milk. stupid. Yeah. You know? Age I, like milk, but it. it <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it certainly good. did. Yeah, I love a bit of old hard milk, though. You know, <laughs> but yeah, like it, that that album uh, musically was insane. Like, yeah. and stuff like that back then was more of a common thing to hear and see. And as the years went on, the 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 progressive side of it on on those bands definitely changed, and the scene changed. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like because just just as much as the scene changes, you see when the venues move and they close down and then they open up somewhere else yeah. or yeah. this and that. Like I remember firsthand when uh, uh, Princess had their last show or whatever, I was fucking devo because I was like, where, where do where I go are we now? Gonna go? Yeah. And it was, it was legitimately like that. Like I would go sporadically to licensed all aid. Like, but it, I was lucky because I didn't have to deal with it too long at that point. I was only about uh, under a year off uh, turning 18. So yeah. I can't, it worked well transitionally for me because I just kind of went straight from, all ages shows to being able to go to whatever yeah, I want to. Yeah. I think one of my first shows when I turned 18 was at the Hi-Fi and it was decapitated with uh, Misery Index, Psychroptic and Origin. Okay, That, that yeah. was the first yeah. one I saw and holy fuck for a first 18 plus gig for me, I was... Full on. It was, yeah, yeah. it was... It's, as heavy as you could possibly imagine it could be. And then like two, three weeks later, I think it was Job for a Cowboy, uh, Goat Whore and Behemoth came. Yeah. yeah, I know how good's Goat Whore. Behemoth. <laughs> yeah, stack yeah. line up though. Yeah. yeah, and they came like three weeks later. It was like the best month of my life for music because mm-hmm. I saw, yeah, Job for a Cowboy, uh, Behemoth, Goat Whore next. And then a month later it was Nile. Abigail Williams, and then fuck, oh, I wish I could remember the next one, but yeah, it was just an insane. Non-stop, yeah, yeah, it was in a non-stop array of just like super heavy bands for me, and I'm just like, it's not like I'm fucking missing out on anything. Yeah. You yeah, know? So yeah. for me, I was gifted in that in that yeah, instance. Lucky, but but yeah, yeah, very like lucky. But not everyone's <laughs> not everyone's <laughs> that lucky, you know. So, um, you know, so when you guys do release that. Uh, release the EP. What's what's your next step? What That's do you see yourself next, doing? Just next step, I think it'd be nice to get on a nice run of shows, maybe like a small regional tour or something. Yeah, if and we actually just put some time into playing some live shows and really like showing off what we spent so long working on. Because you said earlier that it was more of a DIY approach that you're having with it. So yeah, you haven't 
uh, so when when is the uh, EP being released? Is that can't too, disclose too that at the moment. <laughs> I can't disclose so that. It's a TBA. It, it's TBA, but yeah. we do have we do have a date locked in. Yeah. We've got everything right, ready to go. Yeah. Cool. It's so coming. I say because I would have just told him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would have checked my phone first because it's, yeah, yeah. it's not no. fresh in my memory. But fair, fair. Well, because I was going to ask as well. Like, have you lined up? shows to tie in with the EP release or is that what you're planning on doing? That is what we've, yeah. what we've got in the books at the moment and yeah. hopefully it all works out. Because we we'd ideally would love to be able to play with like a, a slightly bigger band to support them on a tour that they're doing. Right, yeah. But if we can't make that happen, we're going to try and just do the classic, yeah. you know, 2004, 2005 Parkway approach and just yeah. chuck your shit in a van and... Just sort play a show out. anywhere, yeah. yeah. We've done it, it all way. ourselves this far. I mean, if we have yeah. to go that extra step. Even if you lose a bunch of money, you know, it's like as long as someone out there sees it and goes, fuck, that was actually all right. And, and, that, and for you, ultimately, it's not a, like... Oh, it's not about it's, money. It's no. not about money. No, we wouldn't do it if it was about money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fuck no, there are well, way better ways to make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking That's, right. That's probably the most day. honest answer yeah. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one gets into this shit for money. <laughs> not especially not. not not early on anyway. No. Like for for a lot of them, you don't see it. It's more it's more the passion. Yeah, that you see straight off the bat, and That's it's it. if they get big is when you can kind of tell what way they're swaying. Because mm. I mean. When they do, because you get that choice if you do get big. You can yeah. take it full time and that's your thing. That's well, fair. You know? I mean, if Justin Timberlake's looking for a collab, we're <laughs> yeah. always oh, yeah. open. Like, yeah, the I, royalties and that would be yeah, insane. Like yeah, like not, not looking to sell out. I do respect him. But also, if we could sell out, <laughs> JT would JT be JT, hook yeah. us up. All right. yeah, featuring Justin JT. Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Or the other way around. Yeah. Set it up. Up to him. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it. Whatever, oh, yeah. whatever you want, JT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just hook us up. Yeah. Yep. We got you. Oh, that's great. So last last thing, um, how how are you seeing, uh, from your point of view, do you feel like the scene is on its way up? Is it stagnating? Or, uh, sorry, not or, and do you feel like there's something that you can do to change that? Or everybody, everybody, can everybody change that? I feel like... It would be great to say, like, yeah, we're going to go in and change it. Like, no problem. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's up to, depending on if a- everybody or anybody actually liked our music and mm-hmm. if we, you know, stayed level-headed and didn't get, like, massive egos because, I mean... It's already I, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, like... Only yeah. one EP in and it's yeah, like, Yeah, we were, like, you know, drugs, party, rock and roll, all that shit. That's not true. <laughs> I think the steps, uh, the, the right steps are being taken... Like with that big Briz Four show that happened yeah. recently, I think that is a step in the right direction to reviving, reviving at least the like the all ages part of the scene, which I think which was is where it starts. Like you know, the yeah. lab closing down is kind of like oh yeah, I remember the lab. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was always the thing when we were like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, was, all the young bands would play it. And yeah, mm. it always. That's be. where She Cries Wolf would play like every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's that's where you'd day. go to see him because it's like you know you want to see She Cries Wolf, and it was hardcore because it was like a basement, you know, just like a. Floor, everyone just was jumping shows, on them and just yeah. punching awesome. each other. Just, yeah, just good shit. But yeah. oh yeah, I reckon. I think like at the moment, for the last few years, I think it's stagnated a fair bit. I think mm. nothing's really been done. It's been like a lot of international bands coming through, and mm-hmm. which it's, is fair. It but. feels like heaps more bands are coming up now, like because mm. we know you know you got like Forsaker, you got. Um, just for sake, just for sake, they're coming out. No, 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 no. You, you know, you, the, you know, like 
all these Brisbane, you know, Dealer, they came out of Brisbane, Alpha Wolf. Well, no, yeah. not well, Australia. Australia, Australia but all yeah. the Australian bands seem to be coming out um, and taking over metal at the moment. You know, Polaris. Well, Void of Visions touring with Northlane. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, they're doing months. that one. Northlane's new album, also. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we'll plug that, like, because yeah. they need it. Yeah, because they need <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New, new Zealand scene is actually picking up a lot since mm. um, the. Because I've had uh, Angie from Third Eye on here. She does uh, promo work and puts on shows over in New Zealand. And um, the scene over there after the earthquakes and stuff, it was horrible. Like, yeah. it, that took a really long time to, to, to rebuild. Now, especially within the last year or so, you're seeing band, a lot more bands announcing shows over to NZ now. Yeah. And it's because of people like Angie and stuff that have been putting in that work and slowly rebuilding the scene, mm. you know, putting in that time and wanting to put on not only more shows again, but also include younger generation as well. So including all ages shows and stuff like that too. Yeah. You're not going to, like for a scene, you're not going to be able to keep that growth unless you keep... Going give, from the roots up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to keep, you have to give those avenues, not just to one group of people. Well, not people, but just like yeah. the age group, I should say, as well. There are more bands upcoming. I just mind blanked. <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of bands. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, I was born in New Zealand, uh, didn't stay there for long, but I went back over to see family like probably a year after the earthquakes. And mm. it was like a full year. And like shit was in shambles. Still, yeah. it was like it was like apocalypse type yeah. of stuff. You're looking around. There's like just a bag rolling down the street. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not. There's nothing. With his revolver. Go- yeah. There's nothing going on except like you know, apocalypse <clears throat> shit. As it would be. And then yeah, it's like obviously no one's playing there because you can't even get through half the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But and. That's exactly the thing too. That took a lot of time to rebuild, but yeah. it's there now. And now they're getting like the the one that just got announced today was. Have you heard of Oakley Doakley before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah, just announced because uh, they're already doing a tour next year. They're, aren't they playing with like another Simpsons joke? Yes, band? Doctor yeah. Doctor Colossus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes um, sense. Stacked lineup. You know? Oh, so like. man, best like. <laughs> Best idea ever. I love oh, yeah. I love gimmicks. I love themed bands and stuff like that. They're my favorite at the moment. So yeah, they just announced as well uh, to, with Doctor Colossus mm. that they're going over to New Zealand today. Yeah, um, that's, that's like great. Two shows or whatever. That never happened as never used to happen no. as much. Like even just going back a couple and of years. And even then, if they play, it's like Auckland, and that's it. And yeah. it's like on a Wednesday night if you're lucky. Sometimes yeah. they're just like Thursday morning, 5 a.m., be there or just don't, you know. And it's like, yeah. fuck, all right. Yeah, yeah, like weird days. Yeah, like, just, um, just the worst wouldn't. slots. But you're like, if you're in New Zealand, you're like, fuck, I'm going to that. Like, no one plays, you know. Like, on a Wednesday yeah. night, I'm, I'm going, you know. Yeah, fuck, like. Fuck work. <laughs> screw oh, screw the next day. I also need that job, thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll come in on Friday, but not Thursday, yeah. <laughs> But see, yeah, like that's that's the thing too. It it takes a bit, but once mm. once it gets going again, like I have no I have no doubt in my mind that that show by the time it comes like comes to being played, it'll probably be a sellout. Yeah, you know? because I'd hope so too. Yeah, um, that's, that's how that's how it'll continue. Because mm. if it sells out, then people will go, oh shit! Well, New Zealand's actually where Hopping it's off. at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, North Lane Void Division are going to NZ. Yeah. They sold out. Yeah, I think already, yeah. you know, so like bands that are going over there that have a name, they're selling, selling out. out yeah. And that's that's what it takes. If you put in that effort, um, f- like not just for, you know, a venue per se, but just the actual scene mm. and keep it building, then you're going to get 
show like I know demographically New Zealand is not anywhere near the same size and scale as Australia yeah. but it's also if, logistically it's a mission to get there too yeah. like even though that you're across, like you still need a passport you still got to you know got to get yourself over there and that's, with that's what like, makes it more special you know like they know that you've taken that time out to go there so they're more likely to go and support you because you've put in the effort you know yeah. on your end at yeah. least I feel like that if I, if an international band came here that I really wanted to see, I'd be like, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, it always feels that way when they come down to Australia. Yeah, you're like... You know it's always a mission. We're on yeah. the other side of the world. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of a band called Depths? I I heard, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard, heard of them, heard but them. I've heard of them. Well, NZ Band, mm. they absolutely fucking crush. We'll have a listen to them after this. Right, so, cool. yeah. yeah. They're, Works they're, me. You'll, thing, I think they're either on... They might be on nine strings now. I don't know. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah, savage. yeah. Pretty, you know what? I might have heard them then. They're I, just insanely heavy. Yeah, I've, all, I've, been a, I've been a fan for them since they released their EP. I don't know how long ago that was, but I remember hearing it and just thinking, "Fuck, yeah, NZ yeah. heavy." Jesus Christ! Bring more of this shit <laughs> yeah. out. You know, um, I only like off the top of my head. I only know a few bands like Caesar Conflict, Depths. Um, who was the other one? Uh, Antagonist AD. That's mm. another one. Um, you know, like, but there was that um that Maori band. Alien Weaponry. Uh, that's she it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, uh, she had that the Maori band. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Like, see, that's a cool thing too because I think it's either the drummer or the bassist. Like, he's like seventeen. Yeah, he's coming yeah. back. He's coming back off the tour that they're doing right now to and finish he's school. In yeah, in school. Imagine that. What'd you do on your holidays? Oh man, just went to Europe. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, what'd you do dance. in Europe? I just played like every show in Europe. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> Met yeah, Slayer. Okay. Yeah, you know, moving on. Nice you know. do your homework. Yeah, yeah. That, that that that's cool, you know. Like and and just seeing as well that young younger generations can play that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Know, give them a fucking chance. It's it's good they've got the support to do it too. Like someone would have been backing them hard to get them to that point where it's like, mm. oh look, he's only seventeen, but like you got to let him play because people want to see it. That's right. And they, yeah. they, it, I've never seen them, but it looks like they go off live. Like they've got that little mini documentary they released. I haven't watched Vice. that one yet. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, think they did it through Vice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it like, I knew nothing about him before that, but after watching that, I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, they're these boys are legit. Yeah, they're like, on the streets, you know, that's grinding awesome. for it. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, on that note, I think we might pack her in. Um, I want to know a little bit more about uh, the next song, the, the song that we're about to play as well, because one, it hasn't been heard by anyone else yet. That's right. Um, this is I, haven't even, I haven't even heard it yet, so I will actually be... Well, I mean, don't say that I don't listen to other music. <laughs> <laughs> Stop digging holes, dude. Um, I, I fucking listen it's to everyone's deep. music, all right? Not um, this one, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. no <laughs> not this yet. One's, this one's shit. Oh, really? Oh, nah. fuck. What am I wasting my time for? Now, what if we just, um, like, dropped a track and it was just, like, so vulgar and you're like, why did I put that on there? Well, um, I don't know. Well, let's know. find out. Yeah. 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 This yeah. one is tight skin. We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out after the song plays. Um, yeah, so uh, what? what's the name of it? Tight skin. Yeah. Tight skin. Yep. So what can we know about this song before it's played? You got the chorus. You yeah, the just chorus, sing it so. for him. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think... Go on. All right. Yeah, I'll go on. Yeah. I think... I think. Like you're having the whole time. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> sorry, boys. <laughs> no, my, my, shoulder's getting, my shoulder's getting tired from carrying this conversation. Bitch. Okay, I'll tell you. tell. you tell. Um, tight skin is just like a hard hitting um, pace 
you know, it's kind of like a walk-in song. It was, you know... <laughs> a walk-in song? I <laughs> can't like, think of anything less cool than that. I'm not saying chuck their Nikes on and go for a run. I'm <laughs> saying, like, it, it's like a marching song. Um, uh, it's I pretty, know the vibe you get. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. It's a good walk-in it's, song. Uh, it was, it was written though. to be heavy. <laughs> yeah. It was it was written to be heavy. I wrote it when I was when I was mad. So the lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics kind of... They weren't really about anything. It was just me. It was like a venting sort of yep. like a... I guess I guess you'll hear one of the the main theme is sort of this like cut it off sort of sentiment, which is like I don't know, the yeah. just trying to trying to get away stuff. from trying to get away from the negative stuff. That was sort of it, and it was a way of releasing that. It's a real rhythmic song, much like all of them, but it's like you know, it's kind of got that groove to it. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again so much, guys, for coming on. Like I had a really fucking good time tonight. Yeah, thank, uh, you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Once once you guys uh, get the ball rolling and stuff, and um, we once won't everything, be back then. <laughs> 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 right, you'll be done. Like you'll release it. And you're fucking done. Yeah, Is that yeah, it? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. See you it's later. Um, when you do, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Um, when once everything dies down a bit and you've done all that, um, absolutely, I'd love to get you guys to come back awesome. on and talk awesome. about awesome. everything and see see how everything's been since then. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, one final note as well. Uh, Serenity and brutality is. Uh, clothing company okay. that I have recently uh, been doing some stuff with and he was on a recent episode. We are going to, we are, well, by this time anyway, when the episode comes out, uh, there's going to be shirts of my face on, well, not my face, but my name and stuff out, which is going to be through Serenity and Brutality. Um, they do all sorts of merch. Um, this is my, my promo plug spot for other yeah, potential sponsors uh, that want to be a part of it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fair. selling out now. That's um, right, mate. I can't blame We you. are too. Yeah. That's what we're... <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine that. Um, yeah, so they... Uh, I, I've, I keep in contact with Jake fairly regularly. He's a really good guy. He puts a lot of work and uh, effort into... Uh, not just uh, involving like band merch and stuff like that, but actually um, like local musicians and, and artists and stuff like that. He wants to uh, help put their stuff out there. And if it's through merch, it's through Sweet. merch, promotion, that, that sort good, of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, good guy, works hard. Um, if you're interested in any of their merch or anything like that, make sure to go check out Serenity and Brutality. They're on Instagram and, and Facebook and they have their own website as well. Thank you again, Dead Nerve, for coming on. We're going to jam tight skin. Rock and roll forever. Love your work. up. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Play that track, DJ. (laughs) You know I had to make it look. Take it all back Cause they were out before I went back
Once you are beyond you and you don't know what to say, what to say, what to say!